If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. What is going on, everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to a week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Meehan. Sean, how's it going? I'm actually grand, Connor. Like, I'm just genuinely... Nothing weird or interesting or strange or out of the ordinary has happened to me today for me to right. regale you with at the start of the podcast. So, what's the grand point to this then? Like, what, what are we doing here? That, what, an we're intro? Like, like we're intro on the show, lad. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, but the, every week Weird News starts with I throw to you as an intro, yeah. just to be polite. At this point, I don't care. But right, I throw okay. to you anyway. And you come in with a minor gripe that nobody else has. <laughs> I mean, like, yes, because, you know, most weeks. Something ha- something happens to me. <laughs> this week I'm just I'm grand. I'm just floating through, you know. Just having. I don't one know of what those... to do. I don't know what to do with this energy. <laughs> just I'm grand. I'm just look. I'm in a good mood. I'm I'm like pretty content right now. Yeah. Going to have some pasta for dinner. Uh, like, oh, it's all coming up short. No, that's not. Inter- that's just that's. You don't have to make that a thing. Like it's just I'm having <laughs> pasta for dinner. You know. This is weird. <laughs> Every everyone listening is like, wait, <laughs> when's it gonna when's it gonna like have an issue with something? There's a weird like uh, quota where like if I'm ever calm, everyone else yeah. has to be on edge. <laughs> I'm on edge. I'll be honest with you, I'm on edge for the first time ever. Okay, you show. can be the on edge guy this show, yeah. and I'll just be really chilled out. 
I, I take the host caveat H. <laughs> now to our next piece of news. <laughs> a few gasps before the headlines are read out. You know the story. Um, it's a weird news, Sean. What do we do here? You have spent the week gathering all of the weirdest news stories from around the world. You're about to read them all out to me. A man who's been, I suppose, doing... I've been doing very little this week, Connor. I could have looked at some weird news. But just I flat chilling. out refused. Just chilling. Just yeah. bopping around, doing my best. Uh, genuinely, I've not to talk about. <laughs> just dilly-dallying, going around as a silly billy. I dilly some what you've dallies. Been up to. The, uh, I turned up five minutes late to a team building event yesterday. Uh, I had two cups of coffee and at, at, in bo- one in each hand. Then I sat down and I played a TikTok out loud on accident. Uh, <laughs> I knew there was going to be something. <laughs> there always is. Oh, but that was that was just like that was just me, Mister Magoo, in my way through a situation. Yeah, yeah. So, do you ever have to take on, on these team meetings and they're like, "Have your camera on, please," and you're like, "Lad, like, just leave it. Like, it's fine." It's like, fine, no one wants this. Nobody no. wants to see this. It's fucking five past nine in the morning, lads. Right, let's like, just we, leave it. We don't have the cameras on when we record this show, like, we're just... No, I, I fucking hate looking at you. Wait. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this mic is on. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, Sean, another thing that we earthlings hate is space. Er- oh, okay. <laughs> right. Um, Some things happened in space this week. That's true, Sean. That's what we're going to talk about. Um, okay. Speaking of space, there's a space in your. If there's a space in your time of day and your schedule, could you give us a like and subscribe? That's whatever fucking loose link, my dude. <laughs> that you are listening to, please. Thank you Jesus, very much. I wouldn't do without a spite. <laughs> It's getting worse. It's getting worse every week. I want to progressively get worse. I had one good one like two months ago, and I've been living off it ever since. You're trying um, to say the stories. T- just give us a thumbs up if you want. If you don't, don't. But just, you know yourself. Um, yeah, you're smart people, mostly. Yeah, more smart than me. Except for you. <laughs> you. You in particular. <laughs> just, if you're pointing at me, it's you. No, it's you. You're sitting there at work, put your head up into the clouds, thinking, is he talking about me? It's you. Absolutely. That's what I'm thinking of. If you have to yeah. ask, yes, we're absolutely talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you're pretty cool. <laughs> so it's up to you. <laughs> um, we're now we're going the listeners, to, I love it. We're, we're starting with NASA this week, who had a pretty big week, Sean. Um, for the first time ever, NASA has smashed a spaceship into an asteroid as part of a mission to save Earth. I mean, what's not to love about this story, first of all? Mm. They made a massive ship. And then they just fucking ploughed it into the side of an asteroid to see what would happen. (laughs) So we've all seen every single one of those movies where like the aliens are coming to Earth and all the scientists are like rocket into the space. We blow them up before they get here. Perfect defense to Earth. Now, here's the issue. Nobody actually knows how to do that here. But in the movies, they always seem very confident that they're absolutely going to smash into the thing well, that's flying not, towards Earth. Not to be an expert, because everyone's an expert these days. But what I would do is I would get a ragtag team of drillers and I would train them to be astronauts over the course of a few weeks. Then I, <laughs> And there's like a group of astronauts that are unemployed, like kicking stones across the road. <laughs> get out of here. Have okay. you heard that thing that on the set of Armageddon, 
uh, Ben Affleck went up to Michael Bay and he was just like, would it not make more sense to teach astronauts how to drill rather than teach drillers how to be astronauts? And Michael Bay told him to shut up. <laughs> shut up. Ben, get the fuck out of here. So this was, they flew, it's called the Dart, I think it was. Which, yeah, so the dart, yeah. Which is gas, because that's a like a light rail system here in Ireland. Yeah, and there's a lot of gags that there was about the dart. Because the dart's never on time here, so imagine oh, it going into Jesus. space. Oh, gosh, <laughs> oh, I suppose if, oh, if they may still get another one in 15 minutes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you need one, there's none. And then treat her. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm breaking my own heart here. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> a, NASA, a, a NASA spacecraft has smashed into an asteroid named Dimorphos as part of a mission to protect Earth from flying rocks, which could endanger the planet in the future. So what this is, this is we're punching the rocks in the mouth before they punch us in the mouth, Sean. It's the old one-two uniflu tactic. It's the old best defense is a good offense option. Exactly. It's, the, it's like, ah, he, he could have done something. Do you know, he might have, might have caused hassle in the future. Uh, the, the thing about it is, right, because the last time we were hit with a big asteroid was the dinosaurs, is it? Connor, <laughs> can you confirm? Do you know what? For a second, I was about to go, yeah, no, you're you're bang on correct, but I would assume, Sean, because yeah. they were all wiped out and we haven't been wiped out, that, yeah, probably, that probably was the last time, really, when you think about it. Um, we okay. have, like, hundreds of, like, little rocks a day, but in terms of a big daddy one, no, it's it was mostly just the one time. Right, okay, yeah, so it's called an impact event. And that's when an object of 10 kilometers or more in diameter hits the Earth. The last one was the 66 million years ago one when the dinosaurs left. Uh, and no, sorry, the last one was Moonfall, the movie Moonfall. The movie the Moonfall, moon but that fell. was the moon that fell, not an asteroid oh, yeah. or a meteor. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, the Morphos, which is the one they destroyed, was 560 feet wide um, and posed no threat to the planet. But we got to show that rock a bit of fucking a thing or two. You know what I mean? Go home and tell your friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Tell your rock friends. Um, So, I mean, this story, to be honest, it's not really like weird, weird. It just caught my eye because I think it's pretty cool. But also... Quite funny that they were like, let's fuck up a rock that has nothing to do with us, <laughs> just for the yeah. crack. It was also, it was very humbling because I was, I saw the things on Twitter and then I, one of my friends, she's like a, she's an actual like rocket scientist. And she had up that she was like watching it with other rocket scientists and they were analyzing it. And like, it was this whole big thing. And I was just like, haha, rocket hit space rock. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. So NASA now hopes rockets will be able to shatter asteroids before they reach Earth, saving humans from the same fate as the dinosaurs. Which, Sean, just want to confirm, that was the last one? That was, hang on, let me just, there we uh, go. And that yeah, that was the um, last one. The that last the, one, okay, so, right. I, did, so six, I thought six it was what last week. Last week, no, 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 you were thinking of I threw a battery at your head. Oh, that's fucking hard to hard to differentiate. It's hard to remember these um, days, isn't it? Because of the battery that I threw at you. Uh, <laughs> the do, concussion, of course. Can I, not to be a, a conspiracy boy either. Why are they testing this now? Right? Yeah. 
because like do they know that we don't do, yeah it's something on the way and they're like no lads yeah. don't worry we tested this we know this works <laughs> it'd be an awful fucking coincidence if a meteor comes in the next like two and a half weeks and they're like, well, yeah. good job we did. Good job we did the test, right? But then my defense for them would be when when would they be able to practice this? Because the best time to practice it is when there's no issues coming up. Like to get it out of the way. Seems like a lot of money just to do it for a bit of a crack though, just to just what to I, test it. I'm just saying you don't build a nuclear bomb during peacetime, do you? <laughs> Tell I mean do you? I don't know. I found. <laughs> I did maybe, <laughs> maybe. I mean, I mean, that's when plutonium is cheap. I guess I don't know. I've never, I've never ran a country, but I mean, but Sean, think about this: when yeah. your enemies they've laid their guns down, I want as many guns as possible up and ready to go. They won't be expected at then. This, I mean, look, it's a sound strategy. Uh, I would take all the guns and fashion them into some kind of chair and sit upon them, uh, and, then, and then fire the chair into space, destroying asteroids with me on it. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> Fire the throne. <laughs> just you, just just it's very, in the sky. Yeah, it's a lot of guns. It's very heavy, so it needs a lot of like yeah. thrust to get up. Yeah. Do you think they'd give you a suit or so? But it's just it's just you with just a hoodie, like just ready to go. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I've got the hoodie. I've, I've got the Heroes for Hire hoodie on at the time. Uh, oh, where'd you get that? It's got it from Heroes for Hire. dot forward slash shop. Actually. Uh, <laughs> Just, that, was, that was a seamless one. <laughs> getting worse. They are just getting worse. But yeah, um, Sean, I mean, NASA have said massive success. They have mm. obviously said this is a triumph for humanity in the name of planetary defense. Um, which I mean, yeah, but also we did just destroy a rock. So the rock was also posing no threat. So I think true. the only way this could be more like earth like is if the rock or if the rock then bursts into lots of different smaller rocks and they all come to earth and kill us they made some kind of asteroid shotgun out of it instead Um, that's Uh, what i'm thinking yes yeah and like here's the thing right and i'm look i'm not saying look i'm not saying it'll be a good thing but if an asteroid is destined to hit us right and we get dinosaured maybe we should just let it happen like (laughs) It's meant, like, you know. Just have a look around, like, lads, we fucked it. To be honest with you, fair fucks. And I'd say, you know, the dinosaurs had this same conversation. They were like, lads, we fucked this. You know, Earth has gone to shit. It's full of dinosaurs. There was a weird fucking post I read to to put together weird news today, right? Yeah. I found an article just, like, randomly. uh, I don't know where, even the website. But it was like, the dinosaurs were apparently dying out before the meteor got here. And I was kind of like... What is that in defense of? Is that like yeah. a meteorite this? <laughs> it's like there's a weird intersection of like meteor deniers and COVID is a hoax people. Look, look, they wrote look, that the article. Meteor, the meteor was actually doing them a fucking bit of, bit of help. Dude, I was a positive really that I came here. Because they were but, dying out. But yeah, they may have been dying out, but like they were going to turn into other things. Like the fucking, there was, there's eras of dinosaurs, Cretaceous, Jurassic and the rest. You know. <laughs> the others. Yeah. Da, da, da. Uh, oh, no, I, I can't think of any more eras. Bronze. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I fucked it. <laughs> I fucked it real hard, Connor. The bronze era would have been so much cooler if you had a king in a fucking castle just, like, trying to rule a fucking dinosaur. A pterodactyl just comes in, just rips him apart. I think that would really make it exciting. Make That's that what you got to play you got to play Skyrim with mods, my friend. You can have that happen. No bother. 
Nope. What make that fucking happen, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> um, the asteroid has not been destroyed in the crash, but will instead be slowed down by around 0.4 millimetres per second, causing it to change orbit in the long term. So what they've done is, they haven't blown it up completely. They've just kind of blown it away. So it's avoiding us now and ultimately probably going to crash into something else causing a knock-on effect that will ultimately kill us. What if there's some alien on his way and he has, like, the cure for cancer? And we <laughs> guys! <just laughs> running over the hill. Guys, I'm right here! <laughs> guys, I found a cure! <laughs> just swamp. Just swiped out of the way. Like, we've not considered the knock-on effects of moving this asteroid. I don't think NASA will allow me and you into the room, into the control room. I, no, I maintain, like, any anything like that, like, high-level specialist, like, holy shit, how are we doing this stuff? You should have yeah. one person like me and you on that team to just ask the dumbest yeah. questions, and they have to rationalise <laughs> What if it. we didn't? <laughs> what happens? How far do those calculations go down the road? Like, in, yeah. are we just sending this asteroid on a loop and it's going to hit the, like... It's now know. coming back with, like, more vengeance. It's just going to... It's actually, if you could say, Sean, it's going to have Armageddon written oh. on it. Because when it comes back around, we are going to need a team of ragtag oil drillers to get rid of it. And again, I think one of us should be on that team. <laughs> And I volunteer and they're, you. They're like fully looking at astronauts and we're like, fuck the astronauts. See that oil drilling? <laughs> Get them on board, guys. Bruce Willis, what's he doing? <laughs> what's he up to these days? Retired from acting. Ah, that's terrible. Get him in. Get, Get him, him into in. the fucking ship. He's, he's not busy. <laughs> um, so, Sean, I mean, that that's a pretty cool story to start off with. But I felt like... What we needed this week was, there was actually something we touched on last week that um, I, it resonated with me. Because you said to me, we should be relationship experts. Maybe have yes. our own column, ask, answering questions about relationships. I vaguely so, remember saying that, yes. So what I have done, and I'm moving my glasses. <laughs> he is, he's twiddling the glasses shot. up and down. Um, they're not for sight, they're for blue, led, <laughs> blue light. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> There's no lenses in them. <laughs> um, so, Sean, what I've done this week is I have found a man who's, who's struggling in love. And oh. it's up to me and you to try and help him out. Come here, fella. Let's let's sort this out. Let's talk this out. <laughs> For many years, we've said we should have a relationship advice column because we've yeah. always said great things. Run away. Go crying. Don't talk about things. Phase them out. scream. <laughs> la, 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 la. Until they go away. All that stuff. We absolutely nailed it. Yeah. So I bring to you, Sean a certain particular relationship problem that I feel like me and you are the only people qualified to answer as my zookeeper girlfriend stinks of animal cages and I don't know how to tell her. <laughs> that is that is a pickle. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, look, sometimes you get into a relationship and at the very start, you're just trying to impress. So you're not kind of saying all the things maybe that annoy you. Or maybe those things don't annoy you at the start. Maybe they grow to annoy you as as it goes on. <laughs> Over um, years and years and you get tired years of years and then they fucking, oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, when you start, you're just like, yeah, grand, cool, don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And then it's no longer, don't worry about it. It's, 
oh, this is irking me, irking me greatly. No, yeah, and then, like, as time goes on, not only does it, like, irk you more, but you also are more comfortable with the person and you can actually have a conversation and be like, hey, this is kind of a, a thing that that gets to me. Mm. So now, Sean, I bring to you a major problem that it's up to us to solve. Um, I, 25-year-old male, have been dating this woman for a few months now. And mm. honestly, we get along really well. About a month ago, I met her for dinner, one night at a semi-fancy restaurant around 6pm. She arrived a little bit late and was really apologetic, saying, Oh gosh, sorry, I probably smell so funky right now. I tried to my best to wash and scrub, but I know it wasn't enough. She was pretty stinky. So she, she works as an animal caretaker at the zoo and had to stay late that night. So I understood. That night was the first night I really noticed her stinking of animals. <laughs> right? Okay, um, first night he specifies mm, there. The, ma- the man said, It was strong at the same table. Something between old fish and a fa- ferret cage. <laughs> was oh, the width, right? Very specific, and, but all right. And it was rather unappetizing, as, I mean, you can imagine. Um, but not the sort of you could smell across the room. So I saw no reason that should ruin the dinner. So, doesn't okay. mention it. That's um, it. If, they, if you like the person, it probably wouldn't matter that much. Determined to put the woman's mind at ease, the man was honest with her, but reassured her in the same breath as he explains. So I said, I mean, I guess there's a slight smell, but it just shows that you worked hard. Um, I've never been one of those weak stomached guys who's going to go complain about that. I really don't mind, honest. I'm used to animal smells anyway, he said to her. Jeez. So far, so good. Doing all the right moves there. Yeah. Saying, nice. no, yeah, acknowledging, yeah, look, there's a bit of a thing. Not a big issue, you know? Not, Not to issue. me. Good communication so far. Solid. Um, the woman was incredibly relieved with the man's reaction. As, she said, as he said, to my surprise, her eyes lit up. And she said, wow, are you serious? That's so reassuring to hear. And started opening up about how hard it was to make sure she always smelled nice. Oh, um, so this is a thing that's on her mind. Mm-hmm. And, she's, and he's, she, he's quelled it. She, he's quelled it, she's conscious of it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and now they can talk freely about it. God, this is going great so far, Connor. <laughs> She'd often have to scrub for half an hour after work to even be somewhat presentable. And sometimes even that wasn't enough. Changes of clothes and boots. She had to sometimes pick which days to schedule dates with me or run errands based around her off days. So she wouldn't smell. So she's very conscious of it. After reassuring her that she didn't need to be overly concerned... Um, that meant to her, it meant a lot to her, I should say. The yeah. man then admitted that his actions turned out to be a big mistake. <laughs> Did they, though? I mean, I, actually, I'm going to come back to that, but presumably she now just... It, it, she, he, it's more regular that this is the, the sense. According to the boyfriend, the zookeeper's smell has gotten 10 to 20 times worse than that night in the restaurant and he's struggling to cope on a daily basis. Oh, just overnight it got 10 to 20 times worse. Because what he's done there, he's being nice. Look, we've all been there. Look, it's not a big issue. Don't worry about it. Don't even think about it, right? Yeah, I'm yeah, used, yeah. It's absolutely fine. She's taught, I don't need to worry so much then about it. Ultimately, like, then she's just coming straight from work. You know what I mean? You know how it yeah. is. Um, over the past month, we've seen each other more often. And she's usually smelled okay, he says. But there have been four or five occasions where she has smelled literally terrible. 
<laughs> 10 to 20 times worse than the night in the restaurant. I have to breathe lightly to even try to stalk it. And it really kills my mood and leaves my house reeking. Um, now he says he has a dilemma. Mm. I either have to really let her down or resign myself to living in this smelly hell for the rest of my life. And Sean... To you, I bring this as our relationship expert. Okay. You're a relationship guru. You're you're the man I want to know what what your thinking mm. is on this because this mm. guy's in a tough predicament. It, look, it is tough. I'm not going to deny that. I would say, look, if it's real love, it wouldn't matter. Is all I'm going to say mm. there. Uh, like you'll make things. What work. if it was really smelly though? Really smelly. I mean, but if you're in love with this person, like if you don't love every part of this person, you don't fully love them. Is is the thing? He's coming in harsh. harsh that's an actual. That's actual advice. It's not yeah. funny. Second yeah. option. <laughs> Asteroid. <laughs> Call up NASA, right? Because they have this new program. <laughs> uh, Second wh- option. Go on. Okay. So let's let's. Okay. Let's. I want to do a couple of things. One. Let's do a way that is doesn't. Uh, you. We'll call it the coward's route, where you don't have to actually bring it up and talk to the person, right? Yeah. Which is, load of gifts of perfume. Every time she comes over to your house, you're like, oh, I got you this new <laughs> bath set from Lush. But it can't be obvious. No, so it can't be you obvious. Get her a, you get her the bath set, but simultaneously yeah. you get her like, I don't know, a fucking bag of Doritos or something. Like, oh, I was in the shop. I just picked up... They had a special sale on Doritos and bat sets. Yeah, there's a funny intersection there between <laughs> audiences. I don't know, man. I just picked both of them up. And and then you're like, or, or like, go on a date to a spa or a, some kind of swimming pool, perhaps, and let the chlorine do its work of killing germs. Don't bring her into the sauna straight away. Look, the issue here is that nobody's in the wrong, right? No, 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 no. She's just doing her work, right? She's working hard. And yeah. understandable, you work at a zoo. Fucking stinky places. There's shit everywhere, right? Yeah. But he's also, I love the idea that he's like, he didn't, he was like, oh yeah, it's grand. But ever since he said it, it's gotten worse. And now he's... He's too far in. It's a sign, of, but she is clearly in, like into him because she's comfortable being that way around him. She knows what it's like. She knows the issues she's had yeah. before with it. And she's yeah. comfortable enough around this dude to be like, no, I can just rock up from work. Um, you Like, the, the adult thing to do would be have a discussion and say, look, the when you come back from work, uh, it does... The the smell is is getting to me a bit. Not in a way that I'm intending to of ending things or anything like that. But no, there's no to, way you can nicely tell someone. Jeez, your smell is so. But much. it's not her. It's not her. It's these animals and shit like that that she's yeah, working with. Yeah. So and like because if you see a future with this person, you're going to have to think of a fucking way to deal with this. So I'd say, yeah, like when you're living together, like. Exactly, exactly. So you need to find a place that has like, you know, because I imagine what a lot of it is, is like he probably, they might live in like a flat or something like that, uh, this dude. And like the clothes that she wears from work are brought in to the mm. flat and that's what makes the smell stick around and things like that. So maybe be like, would you, you know, she could get changed at work on the way out or they have like, uh, 
you know, if they if they got a place of their own someday, they would have like an entrance mud room kind of thing that she could change in, throw the oak straight in the washer, she'd be grand. I've bought several bath sets from Lush. Here you go. Uh, <laughs> I also I have a few comments. A yeah, few yeah. people came in, tried to a few idiots. Not not you, Sean. Tried to. No, I'm a genius. I'm the relationship yeah, king, assumed. as we all know. Um, <laughs> I'm three times divorced. Um, but um, some of them have said, um, when you're leaving, living together, that's going to be a real problem. Probably mm. much worse than anything you've experienced so far. So you got to tell her. Then another person says, can confirm, I have a friend who works at a zoo. You have to date within the profession because no amount of cleaning, odour neutraliser or said product will remove that stench. So you got to work within the work uh, or not work uh, date within the profession but that limits it does severely limits the pool now you do have uh, Robert Irwin you know he'd be you know Steve Irwin he'd be an idea (laughs) we can't all marry Robert I think he is married as well to be fair Uh, but how 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 married is this man to his sense of smell because (laughs) we could in theory surgery surgery or just break his nose really bad. Fucking and then smash it. Smash, smash it up. It. Sever the nerve, Connor, as we learned in Black Widow. Uh, <gasps> but here's the thing. What if he breaks yeah. his nose? It's now all pointy in different directions. She no longer fancies him. She's like, you're not a, you're not the man I wanted to get with. You're I mean, that, w- uh, that would instantly turn it into a, 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 an Aesop's fable of relationship stories. Where he was willing to accommodate her, but she was selfish and, you know, and all that. My God. So that, you know, silver lining, I guess, you would be an example. You find out that she isn't the one because she doesn't like you for who you are with your fucked up nose. That's true. And then you're going to have to go to like future partners and be like, hey, listen, I have no sense of smell. And they're like, I just bought you this Lush bath set for Christmas. What are you doing? What is your, do you have a sponsorship with Lush? No, I was just, I was in Lush over the weekend. Jay's everything looks delicious. I fucking hate Lush. Why do you hate Lush, lad? <laughs> the smell of the place. It fucking stinks. That's concentrated all in the one. You, but they you have, have a headache after 10 seconds of being in the place. I can't I, stand it. I don't even have a bath, you know. I just, I go in and I, I, I look at the shower gels and things. The, no. They have a yolk no. of pomegranate seeds. It's great for muscle relaxing. No. I knew a lad who used to work in Lush, right? Right. And he had a headache 24-7. Like, he just constantly just had a headache because it would just yeah. go through you, that smell. No, it's pungent, to be f- to be fair. It's, it's in, in many ways, probably very similar. It's the opposite end of the spectrum of this, but it's, it's too sickly smelly sweet. Nice. And that's sickly fine. sweet. That's um, fine. Can I, oh, can I just oh, sorry, oh, I've solved oh, it. Here we I've go. solved it immediately. Yes. What's one of the symptoms of having COVID? No smell. Lose your sense of smell. Fuck. I start, say. Start getting some COVID. Start microdosing COVID. Just <laughs> enough so that your nose stops working. Then you can shift the face <laughs> off for all you want, lads. <laughs> for international listeners, shifting the face means kissing. Kissing, making <laughs> you know? out. Uh... Playing tonsil tennis, uh, all doesn't the rest make any sense. Don't worry. Don't try and figure out the logic of the Irish slag of shifting. It's just that's just the way we talk. It's one that, that was apparently used like in like seventies, eighties, nineties. Then the two thousands, it was dropped. And then yeah. we've talked about this before, I'm sure. Then yeah. it made a big resurgence in the last like five or ten years. Uh, yeah. So you, you back just picked someone up, moved them slightly across the room, put them back down. You shifted them. That's it. Have you heard about shifting on TikTok. 
So, <laughs> shifting on TikTok is where, like, kids believe that they can shift or warp into the bodies of fictional characters that they like, and they'll video oh, themselves trying to shift, and then they'll, like, yeah. they'll do, like, a face, they'll close their eyes, and they'll, like, shake a bit, and then they'll come back and be like, I'm Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Let the kids live. Let them have their fun. Let them have their fun. As long as they don't start shifting and start eating Tide Pods, then, I mean, at that point, we need to call it a day. But look, shift into fucking Abraham Lincoln if you want, kid. Right? <laughs> what uh, child, what nine-year-old is like, I'm going to be Abraham Lincoln? A, a lordly one. A fucking lordly one. <laughs> but, uh, I wanted to finish off. Yeah, I knew. I wanted to come to you, obviously, to get all of your advice. Yeah. Um, but Bill Wiz. Uh, Bill Wiz uh, commented on this and he had the best advice in sorry, that he Bi- said sorry Billy Wiz was a character from the Beano back in the day by the way just want to point this that is out. Bill Wiz though so it might be his dad ah, his he's, not, he's a bit more formal um, or William Wiz William um, Wiz <laughs> Willie Wiz uh, Willie Wiz says why not install a sheep dig in the garden and push her through that before she comes inside every day I mean he's not Jesus. fucking wrong is he? he he's a man of he's a practical man you know, he's, he's a man with ideas. Uh, why, I mean, have a little, like, get get a little greenhouse or a little outdoor shed and just have one washer and dryer in there, throw all the dirty clothes into it, and then come into the house, throw on your jammies, and douse yourself in uh, lavender oil. Why not? <laughs> so far... So far, your first relationship has ended with you. First relationship advice section. This is yeah, uh, yeah, Sean's yeah. love section of Weird News. Um, he has his relationship guru advice has ended with microdose COVID yeah. and, and build a greenhouse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, greenhouse might not be great because that's entirely see-through as well. Surely that's a better idea than microdosing COVID. Mike, look, there has to be give and take. So he can microdose yeah. COVID and she can get changed in a greenhouse. <laughs> and to get, that's how you make a relationship last, Connor. This segment might be incredibly successful. I think you've made this successful. I genuinely enjoy doing this, by the way. I'm going to keep bringing you worse and worse situations and you will immediately fuck it up somehow. No, I'll, I'll, might... I'll do my best. Which, honestly, yeah, well, I'll probably say... fuck it up. Is I think you might be the worst relationship advice guru that I've ever heard of in my life. Really? Yeah. What about, uh, no, I was about to say all kinds of horrible people there, but I won't. I won't, <laughs> Connor. Uh, Case in point. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, Logan Paul? He's probably a bad advice person. I've, I've, I, has he turned it around? I don't he's, think he's, he's turned he's it around. He's definitely the PR for it. I think he's still an egomaniac and he also did film that dead body that time yeah let's just not forget that um we're moving <laughs> on to our next that. piece of news Sean. also sorry I- uh valentine's <laughs> day i want to do a whole episode of just love advice <gasps> you offering advice and people can send them in I oh, abs- oh yeah if you want me to solve your relationship problems i will do that in a heartbeat <laughs> well solve is being used very loosely there like he he will yeah. listen to it and then say Take terrible the ideas. That's what I'll do. Yeah. Uh, I, um, I need to type up some disclaimers for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're moving on to our next piece of news. And this is a follow-up. Oh. To a certain chess story that we covered two weeks ago. The fellow with the anal beads in his arse. So, Sean, if you could remind everyone what we discussed 
uh, two weeks ago regarding this story. So there was a chess tournament a couple of weeks ago where Magnus Carlsen, Grandmaster, uh, basically he, he retired from a game of chess uh, because for for unknown reasons uh, at the time against this like eighteen year old I think American dude, um, and this American dude had cheated on chess.com and stuff like that in the past. Uh, and Magnus put out a, a a video of Jose Mourinho saying, if I speak, I am in trouble. Uh, mm-hmm. So then Twitter got a handle on this and they deduced that the American fella was cheating in the chess game using vibrating remote-controlled anal beads that someone else was pressing the remote for to tell him which moves to make. Is that succinct enough? (laughs) I gotta admit, that was perfect. Um, And so what we have this week, Sean, is somebody has gotten in on it because a popular cam site has offered Hans Nyman, the American guy, 18-year-old, $1 million to play chess in the nude to prove that he didn't cheat. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) I mean, would you do do it if it was you? (laughs) He's, he's the most success. He's, he might be the most successful chess player of all time because of an anal bead rumor that Twitter started up. Maybe, but like for a million dollars, I'll fucking if they look if they want to pay me, I'll do yeah. it twice. I don't care. The, um, I'm not going to name the the site because that would just give them advertising. But um, they have a viewership. Yet. The monthly viewership of over 400 million people. Um, and it has sent a letter to Nyman congratulating him on his victory over Magnus Carlsen and extending sympathies for all the accusations of cheating against him. The cheating scandal has, of course, lit the chess world on fire. It really has. Magnus played him again later, right? And this yeah. was over, like, Skype or Zoom or something. And Walked out. Walked out, literally. Like, Magnus made a move. Then this other dude made a a move. And then Magnus just, like, signed out of the call. (laughs) He was like, no, I'm not doing this. Because he knew. (laughs) So, Magnus is big thing. He's the world number one. He hasn't been beaten for, like, eight years or some shit. And he comes into the competition and he gets beaten by this kid. This 18-year-old kid. Now, look at it, right? Here's the thing. I've I've read all the reports. I've read all of his interviews. Magnus mm-hmm. Carlson, he seems a bit pissy now, Sean. It's, He's not a very pleasant man, I would say. He doesn't come across well in the interviews. He, his PR team must be ripping their hair out because he's like, yeah, he's a fucking cheater. I fucking I would have beaten him anywhere, but like he, he cheated. Obviously, like I don't know have any evidence, but, but that's why he beat me. Cause yeah, yeah. Was because he's better than me. No, he just he, like one. He doesn't interview terribly, terribly well, um, and two. He like he's leaning into like the meme side of chess now. Chess is massive on Twitch, by the way. Uh, mm. Like so, he's just leaning into all that culture and stuff like that. So he's I, like I I think look the kid probably had cheated in the past, but like he was probably like fifteen when he did it. Yeah. So I think he probably just played a very good chess game, and Magnus was just like, oh no, I don't want to play this guy anymore. So theories say that apparently, other than the anal beads, um, so that the, the, the anal beads or a shoe, maybe he had a shoe on that would vibrate to tell him the moves. Other theories have suggested that Carlson's prep work for the tournament was leaked 
allowing the 18-year-old Nyman, who despite being the lowest ranked person in the competition, to beat the best player in the world. Um, others theorise that Nyman used a, a shoe computer, as I mentioned, connected to an a- AI. Thus, the suggestion that he p- that he should play nude, because then he would have no longer have any shoes or anal beads or anything like that. Okay, but what could he have? Let's try and, like, think of a way to cheat in chess. So you can't... They're going to check his arse. So we can't put anything up his arse. <laughs> but he's, gonna, he's not going to have shoes, so that's out of the question. Uh, they probably mm. wouldn't let him have an ear... If he just showed up and he suddenly got his ear pierced, that would probably raise a few eyebrows. Uh, it's got to be... I mean, it's got... There's, there's one place it can go, Connor. <laughs> where no one would think to check but it might be very obvious if he's fully in the news <laughs> I mean the big thing about this is that Nyman is now like oh this lad must or sorry Matt Carlson. Carlson's like this lad must have cheated right and but they've checked on AI I've done research on and okay. AI has rec- has searched all of his previous games and then this game to say if he had done any moves that were out of the ordinary, which is weird to think about, that the AI could be like, nine times out of ten he does this, and in this game, he did this, so he's clearly mm. cheating, right? And the AI has said that none of the moves that he made in this particular game were out of the ordinary to what he would have done in other games. But the problem with that is that he beat the world number one, and Carlson's just making a pissy fit, because he lost. This would be like Roger Federer losing a tennis match to like someone who was really lowly ranked and be like, oh, I fucking cheated. It's on steroids. Yeah. You know what? But like but there's an argument to be made that like the best chess player in the world probably didn't look too closely at the games and strategies of the lowest ranked chess player in the tournament. I would be of the opinion that maybe he just had a shit day. He just that had he a shit maybe, day. Like, he just had a bad game. It happens. It does happen. It happens all the time in every hmm. sport. Like there could be one fluke every eight years that somebody just flukes away. Yeah, Magnus, you're still very, very good at chess. <laughs> if that's what you're worried about. But now this guy's have to go, and he's going to have to have a naked cab shoot for a million dollars. Would you do it, John? I think I would. Genuinely, probably would for mm. a million. Yeah, yeah. you're not even playing against anyone. You're just in the dude. I'm just, in the, I'm just in the nip walking around the chessboard, like, just naming the pieces. Ooh, a rook. <laughs> nice me, he says. Um, so, I mean, I don't understand where this is going to go, but I know that uh, Nyman, who's now 19, is, I think, one of the most famous chess players in the world currently for a game he won once and then Magnus Carlsen is after blowing the whole thing up just kind of overnight being like do you know what's funny is if Carlsen had never said anything nobody knows who Nyman is yeah like and it doesn't turn into this whole big spectacle but because he was trying to be coy and be like oh maybe he did cheat he's like no Mm. he's he's screwed the pooch there Connor in my opinion my humble opinion (laughs) that's what we come to you for your humble opinions I think Um, Magnus should get a lush bath set and then just relax for himself you know they're not going to sponsor us I just called them shit oh shit oh yeah you ruined it Connor I was on such a good game there (laughs) my rapport was extraordinary I was emailing back and forth um, Sean, we need to move on because I have a 63-year-old man who 
says he's just looking for stability in a relationship uh, as he okay. married 53 women. Um, oh, what? <laughs> That's illegal, surely. <laughs> this is in Saudi Arabia, Sean. Oh, okay. Um, the video caused a sensation as he, w- he went viral on social media, recounting the experience of his marriage to 53 women during his life. Um, and here's the thing, right? He, yeah. he was having a program. He said, I married for the first time. I did not plan to marry more than one woman. Because I know, I mean, like, man's in love. Yeah, right? but he's fairly fucking gone beyond that, hasn't he? <laughs> but after a while, problems happened. And I decided to marry again. <laughs> so, wait, could he not get a divorce? Is that a thing? <laughs> I mean, I dig, at that point, he could just do whatever the fuck he wants. So the details, he pointed out, when, when a problem arose between his first and second wife, he decided to marry the third and fourth. <laughs> Because the first and second didn't get on the shot. But is he just hanging around or is he going to a different like location each time? And after some time, divorced the first and second and then the third after a quarrel between him and his fourth wife. Right, so so he's gone back to just one wife now, but it's his fourth wife that he married. Yeah. But at exactly. one point he had four continuous wives. He did, yeah. Um, he married for the first time at the age of 20. Um, Ooh, which means that okay. he's had 53 marriages in 43 years. Do you think he doubled up to try and save money on any of them? <laughs> Same day. <laughs> Same day, you know, just like a, a double wedding. You know, we love a double wedding. Usually there's two, like, there's four people involved. But I mean, he says that he did it for stability because he felt like he wasn't getting what he wanted from, you know, the wife. So he's thinking, another one. Another one on board. Maybe it's a situation, right, where he was only marrying women um, who, like, say in a video game, have only maxed out one stat. Like, someone's really creative. He wants a creative type. So he marries the best creative person he knows. And he's like, but I also want someone who's a bit athletic. There's a triathlon runner down the street. Boom. Her, she's in right so now I'm gonna get all the areas but instead of looking for one human with 7 out of 10s it all yeah. is I'm going for the 10 out of 10 but what's like the, the like courting process on that because are you married going out and then like looking for this next partner or mm. does it just happen by accident and then you're like oh I'll marry I think it I mean 53 times to happen by accident is a lot of uh, times yeah that is true but would you not like it's just a look uh, I think he just needs to stop proposing and just start living with people (laughs) you know this is relationship advice again because it's like you you could have saved all that money on a wedding and found out you didn't like the person by just letting them move in with you for six months the minimum duration of one of his marriages was one night (laughs) Jesus he just likes getting married this dude like now he's leaning into it. it To, to be yeah. like, oh, I've been married this many times. That's his thing. Uh, yeah. That's, so he's quite cool with I, it. He also says you should marry an older woman uh, rather than a younger woman. Oh, really? At, at his, but, that, well, that's his advice. But at the same time, Sean, should we take his advice? He has had a lot of... Like, this is a man with 52 unsuccessful marriages. <laughs> is what I would say there. <laughs> He's he's owed fifty two for the first fifty two, yeah, yeah. But like I mean, but like the light bulb, you know, you find ten thousand ways to not make a light bulb, I suppose. 
but with marriage so going for ten thousand. No, I'm not saying. I'm not even. I don't even think it's humanly possible to marry that many people. I don't the fucking test them. Do the paperwork not alone. Him. There's not a. There's oh. not enough pen ink in the world, Connor. Uh, <laughs> But <laughs> I, I thought because we're in a bit of a, a relationship episode, Sean, of Weird News, he was the perfect man because clearly he's doing something wrong. Is it him or is it someone else? At what point, it's not you, it's me, becomes mundane. But all of his failed marriages, he's the common denominator of them. I would say so, yeah. I think all yeah. of these other people are all different people. And they're not a remarriage. They're different people. It's not like, oh, we'll make a go of it this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you come back and you're like, okay, well, we've we've both grown. We've both changed. We've both been married yeah. 46 times. It's uh, I'm, no? I'm 47 for me. <laughs> 47, so I'm, I'm right. even more experienced. <laughs> <laughs> so I've learned a bit more than you. Ah, stop it now. This is why we broke. And then, it, you know, I'm it's a whole... getting a divorce. <laughs> it's a whole vicious cycle then. <laughs> but... Um, it's. I, I like the idea that he's still looking as well. Because would you really yeah. feel secure being the fifty third partner of this man? I no. I think. I think it'd be very difficult to have trust in the relationship that it was going to last long. Yeah, yeah, and not and not in like a, oh like previous partners that kind of way. Just in a a fifty fifty two divorces is like that's I'll a g- lot. I'll of give divorces. you another scenario. Right? Yeah. You hang out with someone who's your friend, right? And they oh, tell you... I love it after, already. <laughs> they're after killing their last 53 best friends. <laughs> and then they tell you, you're my best friend. Are you going to be nervous <laughs> you're next? I mean, I'm pretty stoked to have a best friend, I'll be honest. <laughs> even for a day. <laughs> even just... Even for however long it lasts, won't it be lovely? Yes! <laughs> Fist pump, and he's stabbing you. How many best friends you had, Connor? <laughs> 40, 46, 40, oh, um, right. 73. How, how many podcast ho- co hosts have you had? <laughs> 72. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. That's good for the Sean, man. <laughs> Put on my advice segments. <laughs> <laughs> That's your last words. <laughs> I'm, I'm like have the knife and you're like but Connor my advice segments <laughs> oh you raise a good point Sean actually oh that's actually you know what you're dead right you're dead right <laughs> um, Sean we're moving on to our next piece of news and I have one of my favourite criminals I think we've ever covered here um, this criminal reminds me of you and oh. <laughs> by that I mean suspect told Houston restaurant employees it was his first time <laughs> during <Aww>. crime <laughs> Yeah, that's a me thing to do. <laughs> Police say a suspect who told employees at a fast food restaurant that it was his first robbery ended up leaving empty-handed after telling them that. Um, well, look, the first one's Atari's- the hardest, you know, but you're doing your best. you got to get it out of your system. Um, police say the male suspect walked up to the employee who was behind the counter and asked for change for $100. Oh, yes. Okay. That's a crime. Um, no, no, that's not the, the crime, Connor. Oh, he's going down to debt for that crime. Um, you, when worked, the you worked retail. Like, that's a normal request. <laughs> Kill him. <laughs> <laughs> when, the, when the employee turned around to ask his manager, police said a male displayed a handgun from his pocket. That's when police said a suspect told them, this is my first robbery and I want some money from the register. <laughs> In case they, they, they didn't know what a robbery was. <laughs> just like, I don't understand why you would tell someone that. It just seems like you're... You, I, what he's done there is he's gotten nervous. And he yeah. said it out loud to try and take control of the situation. 
Yeah, it's like like if you like have to get up and speak on stage and you've never done it before. Mm. It's like, oh, I'm not used to this guy. So, but like, yeah. it doesn't work when you're trying to command, you know, attention and intimidation of someone. Because you'll never guess what happens next once he very nervously tells them it's his first robbery shot. Oh, no. The manager told the suspect, I'm not going to give you any money from the register and I'm not going to open it up for you. Oh, yeah. Call his bluff, I suppose. It's a risky move. (laughs) And then the suspect tried to negotiate with her. No, but what if you just gave me some of the register? Ah, come on. Stop it. Come on now. I know he's a criminal. I I do feel for this man. He's just nervous. (laughs) He's just, he's never done this before. It's a new experience. He he tried to negotiate for up to two minutes. And after failing to do so, police say he became frustrated and walked back out of the restaurant. Well, fuck you, (laughs) son. You've ruined this experience for me, and I'll never be back here to rob again. I hope you're fucking happy. Just I say, you oh. never forget your first, but I wish I could. Oh, God, I'm terrible. The police are still searching for a suspect who is described as a male, 17 to 25 years old, who is wearing a black shirt and armed with a handgun. Um, right. They obviously didn't catch him because he was too good a criminal. But we do know this man's lurking in the shadows. This man is going around possibly committing a second robbery, maybe more successful than the first, with a bit more confidence. Yeah, this is my second robbery, folks. (laughs) Uh, I think I know what I'm doing here. Come on! Give me $200. I'd just like to point out, just for the sake of alibis, uh, they said 17 to 25. I am a 26-year-old man, so... You know, I'm out of the woods By the way, it also says, uh, it described him as a Hispanic male earlier on in the article, Ah, or later on in the article. So I think that locks you in. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I'm I'm at peace now. Also, sorry, 17 to 25 is a wild fucking age gap. Because I wish I I looked how I did when I was 17. But they always do 17 to 25, mostly. Like, in any of those online things that you sign up to, it's always, like, 17 to 25, and then, like, 25 to 35. What sites are you signing up to? No, like, but you know the heartbreaking moment is when they ask for your age and you have to scroll down. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And you're scrolling for a while. (laughs) That's humbling. That is humbling. I work with someone that was born in 2004, Connor. Ah, fuck off. Now, what are you doing? I don't want to say like, anything, right? But I'll tell you something now. I started a football manager career, right? And yeah. it asked for my age. And I used to always be at the top. And now <laughs> I got to do two roles on that mouse bike. You're doing do two, two roles. <laughs> two roles. Just fucking get your pension ready, boy. <laughs> I'm, I'm close to this. <laughs> but yeah, so, I mean, I love this crime uh, just because... He didn't get anything. He was just a nervous wreck. Nobody was harmed, but he just, he just, it didn't go right for him. He just, he no. had a big day out and he just, he left without harming anyone and just being like, oh, shucks, <laughs> better try again soon. He just sort of bottled it, yeah. He was just like, oh, well, we'll call this one a wash. But also, he has no record, so they don't know who they're looking for as well. So that's no. pretty... It's, it's, he's in the wind to crime again or he's um, done so many crimes but he's never completed any of them that's the other option there <laughs> he always get, but he always does different ones yeah and yeah he's doing like money fraud he's like this is my first time I don't know how to turn on the computer but I'm going to figure it out um, so we're finishing off this week Sean with Florida Man who 
comes up with an ingenious plan. Um, oh. Because Florida man steals truck, spray paints it in a failed attempt to conceal it. How, okay. How big is the truck and how many spray paint cans does this man I can only have? assume we went through so many cans. Or he bought three and thought it would be fine. <laughs> Police in Bradenton arrested a man accused of stealing a pickup truck from a hospital, then spray painting the vehicle in an attempt to get away with the crime. Investigators said the 1998 red Chevrolet $10, or S10, sorry, not $10, S10 truck had been reported stolen from the hospital on the September 1st. When police located the vehicle on Friday, um, three weeks after it had been taken they said it had been given a makeover by 35 year old Joshua Hart um, they say Hart used black spray paint on the truck removed its salutes veterans Florida license plate <laughs> and took off one sticker <laughs> on the rear window in the hopes that nobody would recognise the vehicle <laughs> and I can only assume it's the patchiest spray paint job in the world you're goddamn well. right it is <laughs> I'm gonna. They, they, they hardly put up photos of it, did they? Oh my I, god! I <laughs> that, there is photos of it. The Look, perfect crime. It looks very much like a truck that's been spray painted. Spray painted black. Spray painted black. To his credit, full coverage. I just want to say Look, he must have been at it for fucking hours oh. and inhaled so much. That's the thing, because he must have done it in, like, a garage with the door closed so no one would see him spray-painting a truck. Because it's a crime. Because it's a crime. But, like, he's masked off, like, the detailing and the windshield and everything like that. So, Jesse's he's a fucking, he's a dab hand with a spray can, is all I want to say. Fair play to you, Josh. Seems like he robbed it. He's like, perfect crime. Let's do all this. And then he got to, like, the salute veterans sticker. And he's like, better get rid of that. That's how they're going to know. That's how they're going to know. He was like, I'm sorry, boys, but I need to get away with this. (laughs) I hate veterans now. (laughs) Oh, man, Florida man. He's just, he's trying different things. Now, you could easily say, maybe get it professionally done. But that would go against the crime. Because what he's doing is he's trying to make money here. He's not losing money paying professionals to do it. I'm buying spray cans. But like a a can of spray paint will set you back. Like a, like... $10, $10, I would say. Mm. And he's going to need at least $50 worth of spray cats. At, l- at the very least, you know. But And then the medical bills, you got to buy a respirator, Connor. All the masking tape you that he probably used. the hospital bills when you develop like some sort of lung disease. It's a, it's a, look, it's a, it's a slippery slope of finances, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, at least, I like, it was, at least it was like, he was spraying it just plain black. It wasn't like, oh shit, it's already black and then I, I, I only have white spray paint. Should have sprayed a dragon on it or so. They never would have found you if you sprayed the dragon Make it so ostentatious that it's yeah. like, no, that can't be him. Flames. Flames on the side and the back. And they're like, oh fuck, was Banksy here? Like, who did this? He's so You're, talented. If you really want to fucking roll the dice, right, fuck the police across the bonnet. <laughs> and just- I hate veterans written on the other side. Just make it, like, painfully the opposite. Also, this dude stole it from a hospital as well, which is not great. Yeah, it's, it's just... I mean, it's Florida, man. He's not a nice human being. Um, someone Also, I read a tweet last week that was... Haven't heard much from Banksy since the Queen died. I mean... Not, and I you mean, know what? You know what? 
you ever see Evelyn's them together? there. Ne- I've there never seen the Queen and Banksy together. And ever since she sadly passed away, not much Banksy has popped up. You know what I mean? Nobody's ever heard of Banksy since then. Mm. The, uh, I was at, I went to, when I was on holiday, I went to a Banksy exhibition. Uh, they had like a load of Banksy's in the museum. And uh, I, the like museum attendants gave me so many dirty looks because I was just whispering to all my friends that I was there with. I was like, he could be here. Like, he, he, could be, he could be among us. What's the best place for Banksy to fucking hide is in the Banksy Museum. That's all. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm saying the same thing about Van Gogh, but apparently he died years ago. Apparently. That's what they <laughs> want you to let think. me and you on museum tours. I maintain, <laughs> look, any museum, we should be there to ask dumb questions. <laughs> just, just hands up. Is Van Gogh dead? <laughs> when did he die? What day was it? How did he die? Was he happy? Oh, that's a big question, you say. I got time. <laughs> emotionally. Emotionally? <laughs> Tell yeah. me his last few days emotionally. What was his general, like, what was his meal plan like? What, was what his would meal you say prep? his vibe was? Yeah. Was good? Did he have if a he bad was to vibe? be, let's say, a season, what season yeah. would he be? Oh, a tunnel. Ooh. Oh, very nice. <laughs> Sean, I think that's it for this week's Weird News. What a week of Weird News. I think I've ruined two relationships. And I think so. Uh, applauded a man for spray painting a car and a man for robbery. So I think yeah. it's a pretty successful week. It's pretty. I think it's a clean sweep. It's a clean I, sweep of you definitely also going to jail. Yes. No, oh, I've had a very quiet week, Connor. No one to believe you. Uh, do you want me to take us out? <laughs> yes, please. Thanks everyone for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesday. We will be back Friday with Hero or Zero, Monday with Movie Mondays, and next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesday. Big thanks goes out to everyone over on the Patreon who continues to support the show month on month. Shoutouts, of course, go to Roisin, Chunky Loves Palmer, Joe Burney, Ryan Technically Fine Evanson, Waffles Loves You and Hopes You Have a Good Day, David Clark, Sean Chuckin in the Wash and It'll Be Grand Jamieson, Dominic, Anna Hilmroos, Little Dicky, Funny Observation McGrew, Danny McLaughlin, The Fabulous Frogman, Sam, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Sackman41 and Buster. Thank you all for the continued support. Amazing humans, amazing people. If you want to join them, the Patreon is linked below. Also linked is a merch story mentioned during the show. Here's for hire.ie forward slash shop. The Twitter is at Heroes for Hire Pod. The four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Divilment's discussion group. Instagram is Heroes for Hire Podcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. And I think that's about it, I think so. So I've been Connor Long. I've been Sean Meehan. I can see you all next time. Bye. Bye. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.